1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: It is officially time to go out to the Boxer and Gerson guest line. Steve Kerr sponsored by Xfinity. The Xfinity 10G network is made for streaming live sports, which means... It's the network you can rely on in the biggest moments. The Xfinity 10G Network, the best way to stream live sports and also presented by Great Clips in Sports. Success is about team effort, and the same is true for your hair. Great Clips, it's going to be great. Here he is, everyone, Coach of the Warriors, Steve Kerr on Willard & Dibbs. Hey, Coach, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you guys? Uh, we're good. Great to uh, great to have you, as always. Let's, uh, let's hop right into it. Your impressions... At least in the immediate term, what uh, what the 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 reemergence of Draymond uh, means for this team's X's and O's.
3: Well, he changes things quite a bit. I mean, obviously we immediately get better defensively, and then on offense he gives us um, you know, another playmaker. I think maybe the best thing he does offensively is push the pace, you know. So, um, you saw a couple of those last night where the other team scores and he just races the ball up the court and um you know, that causes a lot of confusion. And so he, he, he changes the, uh, you know, the pace of the game for us offensively. And obviously, you know, defensively he's, um, he's still able to play at a really high level. So we're, we're happy to have him back.
4: What's the timeline in terms of his minutes going back up to a normal level and him getting back into the starting lineup?
3: I don't have a timeline for that. Um, you know, I, I think, um, we'll we'll just continue to progress one game at a time and uh uh he'll 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 continue to you know be um you know probably in the 20s minutes wise for you know uh, tomorrow and then we'll see how he's doing the next day and we just we kind of take it a day day by day and and um I think a lot depends on um, as far as the starting lineup. I mean, we're, you know, look, we've made a lot of changes this year. We've been searching, and uh, we're obviously still searching. But uh, we've we, we've got to just play it by year. We can't make plans for you know two games from now, three games from now.
2: Coach, you guys have all said it. Draymond's always going to be himself, so there was no question he would always uh, be a talker and, and a vocal leader. And his comments, we just played them for our audience. Uh, after this game about how if we don't start to play with more pride we're going to continue to suck my my question is after everything the Warriors have been through with him this year how do his words still resonate with the rest of the guys
3: oh I think the guys to, uh definitely respect him and and um, you know he's been welcomed back into the building with open arms by all of our players and um you know there's great respect for his voice in the locker room I, I think he knows that he has a lot to answer for in terms of you know not being available for us this year i mean he's been pretty candid about that and uh, so i think he understands coming back um he he has a voice but he also can't overdo it he's kind of kind of got to walk the line because um he's accountable for 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 what he's put the the team through this year as well
2: uh, what do you think specifically about what he said uh, uh, about playing with more pride on on defense and and that currently being a problem?
3: You know, it's really interesting. I mean, I, my my thoughts right after the game were um, maybe similar, and then I watched the tape and i watched I watched our guys really competing and playing hard, and I I watched them make a you know the the uh, Grizzlies make a ton of shots, difficult shots. Um, you know, I, I didn't think we were poised. I was more, actually, after watching the tape, I was more concerned offensively than defensively because I think a lot of the mistakes we made on offense led to uh, the defensive issues. So, you know, watching the tape, our guys are trying. Our, they're, they're competing. I think we had two games last week at home where we did not compete, and we, we lost our... Our, our confidence lost our belief. Um, this entire road trip, our guys are competing, playing hard. Uh, that's been the standard here for a long time, and I still see that. Uh, but we're obviously struggling uh, to to find confidence and to find a groove to, to win games.
4: 19 turnovers, and Steph goes 11 of 20 from the floor. Had to really work for all the shots he could get. Where are you finding the deficiencies in terms of the rest of the offense?
3: Well, I think... Uh, You know, it's really interesting if you look at the previous uh, 15 games uh, before last night, we're, we're a top five offense in the league, you know, so offense has not been a problem. In fact, we've been taking great care of the ball. I think over those 15 games, we were top five in fewest turnovers. So the offense has not been a problem until last night. And I think last night the problem was the turnovers and, and look, Memphis has played us a ton. We've seen them in the playoffs a couple of times. Uh, you know, they have a plan against us that they like to execute that has given us some problems. It gave us some problems last night. And, and I give them a lot of credit. I mean, even with all their guys missing, uh, I just thought Memphis played a great game and, and, um, we we sort of fell into the trap a little bit. We we forced the issue on some plays and and made some some turnovers that we shouldn't have, and and that allowed Memphis to stay in the game. You know, with those transition threes. So that was the whole thing to me last night was um, you know the uh, the turnovers leading to to transition hoops.
2: Steve Kerr with us here on uh, Willard and Tibbs as he is every week on ninety five seven. The game, coach. I'll be real straight with you here. I'm sure you know this. Uh, the fan base here seems to have just settled with the idea that Andrew Wiggins is going to be moved at some point at the deadline and has sort of thrown their collective hands up at, uh, at the way he's playing, almost just settling with the idea that this is just now him. I, I don't get it. I still have these questions. And so I don't know any other way to ask this other than to say, what happened? What, what has happened to Andrew Wiggins?
3: Well, I mean, uh, that's a a pretty broad question. I can tell you that, you know, watching the tape from last night, uh, watching him in Chicago, watching him over the previous month, uh, I think he's much different now than where he was in the beginning of the season. I, I think he was out of rhythm to start the year after missing so much of last year. Um, I, I think you know, he got off to a slow start. It kind of snowballed on him. But I, I think over the last month or so, he's played a lot better. He's had a couple games where, obviously, you know he's he struggled with his shot, but he's competing. He was into the ball all night last night, sprinting the floor, uh, attacking the rim. So I, I think Wiggs is playing a lot better, personally. I know it's not showing as much, and I know our fans are frustrated. We're all frustrated. You know, we're, we're losing games. And um, so what happens is is you know when you lose you just everybody is going to to try to find one answer and you know maybe it's maybe it's the coach maybe it's you know one of the players maybe it's you know whatever the reality is it's always a lot of things you know um it's when you when you're losing when you're in a bad way it's never one thing it's always a lot of things and And I think we all have to own it. You know, the players, the coaches, uh, management, like, this is us. We're all in this together, and um, we've got to get this right. Is this
4: Wiggins, the Wiggins that you're seeing, playing more assertively and playing with more impact, is he able to play with Jonathan Kaminga alongside? Because that's another thing we hear from fans is clamoring for even more Kaminga, 29 minutes last night. Are you seeing that when Wiggins plays like this that he and Kaminga
1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
3: They on this road trip, they've played better together. They've played uh, both in Milwaukee and in Chicago uh, more minutes, and it and it's it's looking better for sure. Um, you know, I I, I, I think the uh, the the whole thing with um, with, uh, the combinations is it's not just you know those two playing together. It's which three they're playing with, and and that's been um, you know a big part of this season is um, is really struggling to find consistent combinations other than the second unit. Um, with Chris Paul and and Dario anchoring that group, uh, we've really struggled. We've moved our starting lineup around so much and, and, um, and that's where it's been tricky. You know, you, you, um, you, you 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 like certain guys together. Maybe other guys don't fit as well, and we just the puzzle hasn't quite fit. There's no question about it,
2: Coach. It was only about a week and a half ago that reports kind of surfaced that that uh, Jonathan Kaminga was was frustrated. You you've been pretty open about it. He mentioned a meeting you guys had that he said went really well. Now he's playing great on this road trip. How would you characterize how the two of you are doing with regard to being on the same page? <laughs>
3: uh we're doing fine. Well, you know, I I talk to JK uh, almost every day. We watch film uh all the time and and um you know, he's 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 coming into his own in a lot of ways and he still has um you know a lot of things that uh he's got to get better with and that's just the reality of of um you know of a, a relatively inexperienced third-year player, you know um so there's there's details um that, uh, um, we're, we're going over with him every day that we're trying to, to, to get him to, uh, to be consistent with. Uh, we see a lot of plays on film where, you know, he can attack the rim before he gets the ball. He can be in a place, you know, to, to attack the rim. And we need that desperately. You know, you guys know that our fans know that, um, we're, you know, we're an older team. We're not super athletic. And so we need his athleticism and, um, but we need it to, to, um, to to manifest itself in in uh, a lot of ways that um, you know he's not yet consistent with and th- and that's why the minutes uh, can fluctuate uh, and um, you know he he but he's he's been a great um, listener he's great a great young guy I enjoy being around him his frustration is something that basically everybody goes through in the NBA but especially young guys who aren't playing as much as they want so. I didn't take that personally. I love J.K. Um, I think he's really coming along well, and um, you know, I'm gonna we're gonna keep working together.
4: How is he progressing in terms of his defense? Not only his individual defense, but in terms of uh, the team scheme defensively as well.
3: Well, the individual defense is a strong suit. You know, he's best on the ball, and uh, like most young players, um, you know, there's uh, the the off ball stuff is a is a harder picture to navigate there's a lot of moving parts and probably a little bit like you know being a, a middle linebacker in the nfl or something you know you you got to know what everybody is doing when you're off the ball and you've got to see what the offensive pattern is you've got to know what each uh, player's skill set is uh, when you're on the ball you just guard the ball and and um so that's the simplest way for impact for him to impact the game uh, the off ball stuff is is uh, he's progressing with it and we're you know we're working every day with with our all of our young guys on uh, you know, just seeing all those pictures the the only way to do it is to get reps. I mean you just have to see these pictures over and over again and uh so the the playing time is great because it it helps them see them and it it helps them get better
2: coach you've already addressed this once this year so so i, I I'd love to hear it after this particular game um forty free throws for Memphis ten for you what what what's your reaction to that
3: well again i I thought um there were some reaches, you know, there were some, um, plays that, uh, we've got to be more disciplined with. Um, it didn't feel like a terrible fouling game, honestly. Um, in terms of, uh, you know, uh, bad decisions reaching, it felt more like we were vulnerable because of our offense and the transition off of our turnovers. And we were, we were put in positions because of our offense where we, uh, we, we didn't, Transition back, uh, into our defensive shell very well. We were compromised and, and that led to a lot of those fouls. Um, but you know, we fouled a couple shooters and, and, um, you can't make those mistakes. Those are killers, especially against a team like that where, you know, they're undermanned. And so you know what they're going to try to do. They're going to try to make a lot of threes and try to turn you over, um, you know, to, to generate easy points. And they were able to do that.
4: So they shot forty, you shot ten. Steph Curry gets just one free throw. Do you need to go full on Mike Brown
3: laptop mode in order to get refs <laughs> to get the chef to the line, Steve? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean there were a couple plays for sure that that um, you know felt uh, like we we should have gone to the line. I think J.K. Um, has earned more free throws as well. Um, but um, you yeah, know it's there. Every game's like that. Every coach is going to look at. Plays and say, "Hey, my guy got fouled." And to me, that had nothing to do with the loss last night. It was you know, what I thought happened last night. I thought there were three or four key moments in the game where we were up six, seven, um, and we have a moment where you know we need to stop. Uh, we need to take advantage of an offensive advantage. You know, a transition play maybe we got a turnover, maybe they made a big shot, uh, maybe we fouled them. But each time we were you know, right there within striking range of uh, breaking the game open, uh, we weren't able to do so, and that that's what cost us the game.
2: Uh, Coach, I saw you uh, kind of poke a little fun at the Mike Brown situation. <laughs> I Do you wish you guys could speak a little bit more freely about all things uh, officiating whatever decisions that are made at the end of games it feels like there's a bubble around that topic after games
3: yeah of course i mean you know i think look i spoke my mind after the denver game on christmas day you know and 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 i i said it then and and um you know i i stand by it i think our officials do a great job i think uh, as a league we have to assess uh, how we're teaching them and, and what we've done over the last decade, um, in terms of, um, enabling the offensive players. You guys see it, you know, it's, um, all the rules, uh, all the, uh, the way we, the ways we, um, sort of, um, assess, um, different rules, they're all slanted towards the offense. And, um, and a lot of them are just, you know, kind of non-basketball plays that we've allowed. And, uh, I think there's, you know, I think there, there's a there's a pretty big wave of momentum in the league right now of um, a lot of people, coaches, players who who, who realize like we got to get back to just playing basketball, and I think I think we're gonna see some movement in that direction.
4: Yeah, I miss uh, Lawler's law, the old first to a hundred wins. Now that's like a third quarter axiom it doesn't <laughs> even apply anymore. Steve, you got Utah tomorrow, home Friday against Dallas, and then four days off. Is the plan for? extra practice or to give, like you said, your aging team a little bit of a breather?
3: Probably both, you know, we'll, uh, we'll give them a couple of days off and then have a couple of good days of practice. And, um, we need both really, you know, you, you can see our guys, uh, I thought looked a little gassed last night and, um, you know, they, 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 I think it's, it's, um, it, it's probably difficult for people to understand just how tiring it is for steph clay dream on to to have done this for 12 years i mean it's it's mind boggling when i think about the the physical and emotional spiritual output from the last 12 years uh that these guys have been together all the big games um you know so many um Seasons, long seasons, championship seasons, um, seasons that end in disappointment. I mean, it, it, it adds up and there's, you know, there's a reason that, um, you know, that, that at times it, it looks like we just don't, you know, have enough and, and, um, these guys are tired, but they, they, they're all still really good. And that's the thing. And we've got to find a way to just navigate through the season and get them, Get the best versions of them and bring along our young guys at the same time, and yeah. that's you know not it's proven to not be easy, but that's that's the goal.
2: Yeah, coach, that's an interesting comment, and and you know I've thought about this a couple of times recently. When you guys lost to the Lakers in the playoffs last year, you you came on with us, and and there were comparisons being made to this in the last dance, and you you were very clear. You're like, this isn't that. These, yeah. these guys have got a ton left. Um now we've watched a number of games this year to to what level do you still feel that way
3: I feel that way but I think it's um you know we're we're just more vulnerable each game you know we have a smaller margin for error um, you know, we've got uh, injuries have have ravaged us lately, and with that that has um, you know that have really hurt us, and and so we're more vulnerable than we've ever been. But you know, you guys have watched uh, all three of these guys: Steph, Clay, Draymond. They're all really capable uh, of having big nights, of of playing at a really high level. Um, you've watched our team play at, at a really high level. And then you've seen over the last couple weeks in particular, some real low points. And, uh, so we're at a different stage in, in, um, you know, our, um, existence as a team. We all understand that. And, uh, and that's why you try to, to supplement the roster. That's why you try to bring the, the young guys along as, as best you can. And, and you try to win along the way and, and, um, Look, I would say we've you know done a pretty good job of that. We did win a championship, uh, in case people forgot, <laughs> a year and a half ago. You know, and and uh, we 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 got to the second round last year and had a chance to get to the conference finals and lost to a really good Laker team. Like, you know, we're this has been a rough go this year, no doubt. But you know, when you look at the big picture, it's been a you know pretty pretty valiant run by these guys over the last uh, three seasons. You know, defending a championship and and, and uh, really trying to keep it going. So I believe in my guys. I love those guys, and, and we're going to keep fighting.
4: Yeah, it's been a good little run, uh, Steve, four titles. And, uh, you know, <laughs> after a, a, a franchise that uh, leaned on a playoff series win as the high point for the better part of 30 years, is it tougher to, to prolong this season in particular having to rely on so many young players, particularly a guy like Brandon Podjemski, who seems like he might be hitting a little bit of a rookie wall?
3: Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I, I said that last week after a tough night. I think he had against Toronto and then uh, he goes to Milwaukee and gets a start and gets 23 points and 10 boards. He, he looked pretty lively in that game and, and uh, also in Chicago and, and in Memphis. So I don't know. I, I, I just think Brandon is a gamer. I think he's tough. I think he's got, um, you know, huge energy. Um, he's a, he's a keeper. This guy's a good player, you know. As is Trace, uh, and I, I just, uh, you know, between those guys and Moses and, and Jonathan, uh, we got we got some young guys in the hopper who are who are looking good, and I, I think that bodes well for the future,
2: Coach. Before you, run, those comments you were just making about looking back on on everything that the Big Three uh, have achieved is interesting. The last two home games, you guys have heard some boos, watched some people walk for the exits early. Uh, your your old friend uh, Amin Al Hassan was on with us last week, and and he really said it, it like it's absurd that any Warrior fan would boo, um, especially when that group is out there. What what are your thoughts on on that experience, especially as you guys prepare to come back home?
3: I actually, I actually am fine with it. I, I said it last week. Um, we deserve to be booed those two games. And and look, I, I didn't walk out of that building, you know, saying I can't believe we're getting booed. Um, we've won four championships, you know. Like if you look at it in the big picture, sure, it, may, it makes no sense. But if you watched those games and you saw how non-competitive we were, and I'm a, I'm someone who spent several hundred bucks on tickets uh, to watch that performance. I got no problem, you know, this, this is sports, and um, we're in the entertainment business, uh, you know, people pay good money to watch us play, uh, we got to give them what, what their money's worth, and we didn't in those two nights, and um, what I am proud of is that, you know, over the course of the, the last decade, um, we, we have given people their money's worth, and the, the goal is to continue to do that. And our guys are, I have no doubt, um, going to fight. You know, every step of the way. And um, there were, you know, there there was a, a stretch there, no question. Those those two home games where we lost some faith, we lost some belief, and uh, our guys, you know, have have uh, been competing ever since. And I have no doubt that's going to continue.
2: Coach Kerr, thanks as always for answering all the questions, man
3: all right, you guys. Take care. Have
2: a good night. All right, you too. There he is. Coach Steve Kerr, Golden State Warriors at Utah tomorrow night right here on 95.7 The Game. Okay, picture
0: this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.